0: Hello, friends and fellow moms, and welcome to this week's episode of the Moms on the Air podcast. I'm your host, Katie Mann, and you'll see I'm not joined by my usual co-host, my daughter Maddie. She's taking a nap right now, which is probably a good thing uh, for all moms. Who knows if your child doesn't take a nap, you know, things aren't good. Anyways, I am joined this week by the lovely Jessica Klein, the publisher and editor of Macaroni Kid and Clifton Montclair to discuss her motherhood story, as well as share the challenges and rewards of balancing motherhood with an online presence and sharing about her life as a momfluencer. So Jess, welcome. Thank you for joining us.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: So let's just dive right into it. And can you tell us about your a little bit about your journey to become a momfluencer? You know, what inspired you to embrace this role and how did you grow your following?
1: Sure. Well, um, I've always been um, someone who does a lot of research um, in my own life, finding things to do with my children and just connecting with people within the community. And when I saw that Macaroni Kid, there was an opening in my territory. I hopped right on board um, in December 2019. And several months later, Covid happened, but mm-hmm. I decided to really figure out a way to keep this going and how, what I could do within the community to um, grow the business. And so here I am. I'm I'm still here. We have over 4,500 opt-in publishers. I mean, excuse me, opt-in um, subscribers. And um, we're also on social media and I like to do events. And it's been really fun and fulfilling um, to have this role that is extremely flexible in between raising my three kids. That's great. And how old are your kids? I have two girls who are nine and seven and I have a son who's three and a half. So you are right in the mix of everything. It is uh, a lot of personalities in my house, too, which uh,
0: is really fun. And I think, you know, as as one of your brands, um, I think will perfectly describe life. It's chaos and
1: joy. (laughs) Yes. So um, I am doing Macaroni Kid Clifton Montclair, which actually spans around um, 10 to 12 towns um, in Essex County. And that's really fun. But another passion project that I've always had is um, something that could uh, support moms in both the chaos and the joy. And I decided to come up with the name chaos in like apostrophe and joy because Mm -hmm. my, my kids initials are C and J. Oh, perfect. Yeah, so it's a new initiative that I've created, and um, I'm really excited to start sharing that and really supporting moms and reminding them that it doesn't have to be one or the other. You can live in both the chaos and the joy. And I think that describes motherhood in a nutshell.
0: Yeah. So, you know, just for you, how do you balance your responsibility as a parent with the demands of being, you know, an influencer? And are there any specific strategies or routines you've developed to maintain this balance?
1: Well, let's see. The word balance I've kind of thrown out because I think that you're either doing one thing or another um, and you need to figure out how to be present in both areas of your life. Um, So one way that I do that is I actually include my kids in a lot of different things. So for example, I was at a, I was a vendor at a street fair this past weekend and it was huge. And my kids were helping with the crafts and my kids were selling bracelets. So I was trying to teach them about like entrepreneurship and they love telling their friends about um, what I do to try to, which also is great for me, right? Because then maybe those kids will tell their parents. Mm -hmm. Um, But as far as like content creation, um, I'm really like someone who can do I feel like what most people can do like all day, I managed to fit into just like an hour or two, Um, Mm -hmm. super diligent, super focused. And I think that that's just really important. And I think that you really have to have like love and heart and passion in what you do. Otherwise, there's no way to make it all work. No, sure. I can completely relate to that.
0: And, you know, in in your experience working with Macaroni Kid and as an influencer, how have you, you know, dealt with challenges that you faced? What type of challenges have come your way and how have you overcome them?
1: The biggest one was in the very beginning when covid came. Um, I had a kindergartner, a preschooler and a six month old at the time. And so what I did immediately off the bat was I hope you had uh, wine. <laughs> I actually don't drink. Um, which ah. is, I know, which is surprising. I just choose not to, but, um, I wish I did because I think like, <laughs> <laughs> at least in the moment and then i I'd be hung over, but, um, so with that challenge, um, I was like, "What? Well, how can I think outside the box? Because I really like to try to do that. So I created something called like All Stooped Up, and I reached out to a lot of the local businesses, and I said, can I have like a bag from your business or an item from your business? And I actually put them all on my front stoop, and um, it was sort of like putting community together. and. I teamed up with an amazing um, photographer, Audrey Blake, and together we took snapped photos and then tagged all of the businesses. And so it was a way to try to get um, Macaroni Kid to kind of spread. What was really fun about it is we even had um, a character come and we had balloons and we had someone bring cupcakes and I did include my kids in that as well. Um, So it was a way to make it fun and have something to do. Um, so that was probably the biggest challenge that I've overcome. And, you know, throughout that time,
0: did that help you with like learning any specific lessons or, you know, anything
1: that you could take from that that you could share with others? Yeah, I think that the, like the main lessons that I've learned, um, not just from that specifically, but just in general with the growth that I've had is, um, like the imposter syndrome, right? Like, who am I? Um, Ooh. I never call myself an influencer cause I just, I just think I'm just a word of mouth, you know, a mom, uh, using my word of mouth, but, um, I, what was I going to say? Oh my God, mom brain, <laughs> um, but imposter syndrome. So I really have just learned to, um, quiet that voice and build confidence and build posture and, you know, really see the value in what I'm doing because, clients will say to me, I've tried Google ads and I've tried this and I've tried that. And like, nothing works the same way you do. Um, Kidville has been with me since the very beginning, Kidville and Montclair. And the owner will tell you that the best money he's ever spent was working with Macaroni Kid because people, since it's a national business, people who've moved from New York City who knew Macaroni Kid went on Macaroni Kid locally and saw that Kidville was on there and learned that there was a Kidville. So Just using that as an example, um, it's... And what is Kidville? I don't know what Kidville is. You don't? No, I don't. So Kidville is like an amazing resource that um, they have like a gym with classes in there. They have classes for like art and science. And it's pretty much um, ages, I would say like two to five. Okay, great. They have camps. So when I had my two girls who were 21 months apart... It was just the best place for me to go myself because I could have two kids in a gym and I could sit down for five minutes. Um, and the owners are just fantastic and they throw amazing birthday parties.
0: That's good to know. I will definitely look up Kidville because of, you know, the glowing review you just gave them. Yes. Um, You know, kind of shifting gears, um, a big part of being a momfluencer is, you know, sharing content. And, you know, for you, how do you, you know, what's your strategy with creating content and how do you make that content both authentic and relatable to your audience?
1: I, I have the perspective of I want to share what I would want to see right? So I use Canva. A lot of other people do as well. I use the paid version, but that's where I make my graphics. Um, a lot of my clients will make something and give it to me, but then I also make plenty for them. Um, and I try to be you know, consistent as much as I can with the marketing. Um, but then I use Macaroni Kids platform to make Um, my content. And I have an Excel spreadsheet to kind of keep track of all of the contracts that I do have. Mm -hmm. Um, one thing I will share too, is anyone who's thinking about starting something like this, like share things for free. Right. So like my biggest goal, yes, is to make some money, but also I really want to provide people with a value. And so from the very beginning, I would just find things and I would share them in my stories, or I would just share them, um, on you know my Instagram page, in the very beginning, I started sharing a couple of amazing resources that I personally used and made articles about them, um, so that I knew I was providing value and people could see what I you know what an example is that I make for them.
0: No, that's that's great, and you know, for anybody who's listening this, uh, to this episode, we both connected on Instagram, and you know, you have a great Instagram page. Thank you. And also for you, you know, um, just kind of adding on to that, do you, you know, partake in any strategies that help you connect with fellow parents and creating a supportive community when it comes to content creation?
1: Yes. So for example, I am working with um, a parenting therapist right now. And um, so when I'm working with a client, my biggest question for them is, you know, what is your business goal? And then we work backwards with how we can utilize our platform. So she has a niche that's like very specific. She really likes to work with parents who have children who've been diagnosed with food allergies, for example. So um, we discussed like different workshops that she could create for that. Um, So that's like with, you know, someone who pays for advertising. But as far as like free events, I have an event coming up on May 20th at at Kidville, actually, where um, we're working with an organization called Room to Grow, where we're going to fill a truck with items for moms who, um, are in need in their third and fourth trimester. Um, so I'm always trying to give back and anything that's like overflow that isn't the third and fourth trimester, we're going to give locally to Tony's kitchen, which is an amazing organization. Um, as far as, um, emotional, um, when it was last year, um, when it was March 13th and it was the pandemic anniversary, um, I decided to do a mom scream. I'm not sure if you saw any of those in the news. Um, someone in, in uh, near Boston started that where it was like a primal scream where the moms got together on a football field and just let it go. Um, and I just jumped right on board and I created something. Um, I actually did it twice last year and uh, CBS National News actually saw it. I think they found it on right? And they came and interviewed me, and I was on the news, which was really cool. That's um, awesome. yeah. But like, we had moms that were sharing like really heavy stuff, and like just being able to say something to someone in a non-judgmental uh, location um, around like-minded people was really big. And then this year. I created something with another local organization called Wine and Design that opened up here. And we did a mom splatter. So they have a room where you can splatter paint on anything you want. So instead of screaming, moms, we were splattering and we were giggling and it was just a blast. And that so it was like a great event. Yeah. Um, I, and so... Um, I just try to think of things that I need and hopefully moms make the time for themselves. I think that's the biggest thing is moms think they need to be home, um, you know, and that they need to be in control at home. And I totally get it, but I try to create something where they can really like connect with other people.
0: No, I I think that's great. And, you know, one of the things I, I know, especially new moms often experience is a sense of, you know, loneliness in a way or finding other people that they can relate to or who's going through, you know, the trenches of, you know, whether it's dealing with postpartum or, you know, the early months, uh, early weeks and months where you're dealing with those nighttime feedings and having someone you could just talk to is it's everything. So I appreciate that. And I think you're doing such a great service to all moms, you know, not only just in Essex County, but all over.
1: Thank you. And this chaos and joy thing that I'm gonna that I'm starting now is really about like that aha moment, like, oh right. That is how like it's not just me. Oh wow, okay. And then, you know, our I always say that like instinctively we want to respond and react to our husbands, ourselves and our children a certain way. But there's so many influential people out there um, who have different ways that we can actually speak to ourselves, our spouses and our children. And I think that it's, it could be so valuable to have it like all in one place. So I'd like to share the different resources that i come across that every single day I have like reminders of how I can do better and how I can be better. And it's such a work in progress because we're always quote unquote messing up, right. Or saying the right, the wrong thing, but, um, you know, trying to do better, I think is just what we all are trying to achieve.
0: No, I I, I get it. I completely relate to that. And how old yes, is
1: your daughter? Ten months,
0: going on a letter. Oh,
1: oh. Very enjoy, mobile. Enjoy that nap.
0: Yeah. Now she's, uh, we have to start baby proofing everything. So fun times, um, very fun times. But just um, shifting topics right now, you know, you touched on this a little bit before. And what advice would you give to aspiring, you know, mom, mom fluencers or parents looking to share their experiences and build an online presence?
1: I have toyed with the idea for a while of creating some sort of a course online for moms that are interested in doing something like this. I would say look into Macaroni Kid. Um, It's absolutely amazing. The support is great. Um, And there might already be a publisher in your territory, but if you want to create your own thing, um, just document where you go and things that happen throughout your own day and start with social media. If that's what you're comfortable with, I always say, use, um, the platform that you love. And it's just second nature. If you are at a place with your kids and they're really little, you know, just share what you like about it, share some pictures, share a video, Um, you know, don't make it too long or just make it like straight to the point as much as you can. And, um, consistency I think is key as well. So try to think of something, one thing every other day or every day. No, that's great
0: advice. Um, I know a lot of moms especially want to start that presence and just they don't know how. Um, So definitely looking up Macaroni Kit is a great resource. Um,
1: I I, I just want to add one thing. Sorry. I just wanted to say like also to think about like what you're trying to get out of it. So if you're trying to get um, like it's just a fulfilling feeling giving back, then that's great. If you're trying to get, you know, like classes that you're taking comp or bartering or things like that, like grow, I would just suggest like being consistent, growing your base, uh, your, um, following, and then reach out to any business that you want and just, you know, offer them like a suggestion of what you could potentially help them with and the exposure. No, that's a great
0: idea, you know, and, um, You know, shifting topics a little bit, can you share some of your favorite or most memorable moments throughout your time with Macaroni Kid or just being, you know, an online presence, Um, you know, in your opinion?
1: Sure. Um, Well, If I'm at an event and I'm face-to-face with people, I love the feedback that I get like, oh, I, you know, your emails are my favorite emails because we send free emails every single week. Or, you know, my kid found, I found the camp for my kid. Thank you so much. I didn't have to do the research because I just went through your list. Or thank you for that recommendation. You know, that was great. Or, you know, I put out a Mother's Day guide. So somebody, you know, didn't have to do their own research and they just mm-hmm. put something off the Mother's Day guide. Um, obviously, feedback is great. I'm someone who loves feedback. Who doesn't? Um, but I also love the business side, right? So I love when a business is like, thank you so much. Like, I can't tell you how many people came to this or, um, you know, signed up for my signed me up for their birthday. Um, And then there's people who, like, uh, have suggestions for me who reach out. And that's wonderful, too. And I've had several people say, I want to help you with events or I want to help with content. And, you know, I think people really love giving back and doing something. There's something really fulfilling in it for people.
0: No, that's fantastic. And, you know, just adding on to that, have any of your experience in this in your role now influenced your perspective on motherhood?
1: Yes, um, flexibility for me. Um, there is someone that I follow, I've been following for a while on Instagram, who talks about motherhood in the gray. So, growing up, I always thought you know a career was a s- certain type of way, and um, that's how I started. I started with Ralph Lauren for ten years um, in the city. And then I had children and I never believed people when they said that your whole perspective changes once those kids come out. Right. I don't think any of us do, but something changes and it was like a chemical thing for me. I was like, I need, I can't do this anymore. I can't commute into the city. I can't work with people that like, I'm not loving to be around. I need like life has to be more than this. And I started to connect with people in the community just because I'm a people person. And that was even, even before macaroni kid. And then, um, this whole flexibility thing is just amazing. And I also had, um, a big like conversation of like what money meant to me. And I've always been so like money, 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 money. Like we need money. But then I think our generation, and I just was reading about it yesterday, but our generation realizes that there's more than just money that matters. And I think that, um, that's very important to like remind other people that it's okay to to believe that there's more than just money that matters.
0: No, that's great advice and I couldn't agree with you more on that. And I just yeah I know you're a busy woman and you have kids to pick up very soon. So I just want to thank you so much for your time today and sharing your insight with us. Um, I appreciate you. I wish you the best. And I hope you will join us for a future episode. And I'll definitely look forward to subscribing to your Macaroni Kid email list. And yeah, I look forward to learning about more about the wonder, you know, all the great things that are out there for,
1: you know, my daughter and all other kids to enjoy. Thank you so much. My website, if you want to look it up, it's clifton.macaronikid.com.
0: Excellent. And I will definitely share that on my feed with our listeners. And for everybody who has listened today, and if you're listening on a podcast, thank you for tuning in today. And I hope you'll join us next week as we'll be discussing all things homeschooling with our homeschool expert, Stephanie Palazzolo, And if you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe wherever you're listening and give us a five-star rating. And until next time, I'm Katie, and on behalf of me and Maddie, we are the Moms on the Air Show.